God wants you to taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, I'd really encourage you to mark this in the book. Mark it in your journal. You know, mark this as a day where a spirit of remembrance has been released over your life. And so as you track through the next week, the next month, the whatevers, however long, remember that you're remembering because you broke through today. Amen. You see, what I'm going to do is talk today, and I'm going to muck everything up if that's okay. But we're going to talk about obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. And that's what we're leading into today. And we have got other things we're going to do, but we'll do that afterwards. Is that okay? Because I've just found a landing place and I've found over the time that it's really much better to, to land when you've hit the landing place. Amen. And I know God's on everything else that we do. But, you know, obedience is better than sacrifice. Now, there's some things that we'd want to do today and some things that people, you know, want to share. And there's some, there's some ways that we want to express our love for Jesus. But, you know, we want Him to lead us to that place and speak to us. And we want to learn to obey that when He says now, we do it now. You see, many might not have felt like actually worshipping God that way today. But guess what? Jesus is Lord. Amen. That means He gets His way. And He can actually take us into where we want to be well before we can get ourselves there. As a matter of fact, He wants to get us into where we never thought possible that we could possibly be. Does that make sense? Oh, hallelujah. He wants to take us places that we never thought possible that we, would, that we never thought it was possible to actually get into those places. Amen? Into the realm of the Spirit, into places of faith that we never thought possible, into places where we can believe the things we never thought possible for us to believe in. Amen? But He opens doors of utterance and many would pray and have prayed over the years, Lord, let there be an effective door of utterance open unto me. But we don't recognise it when it comes because we've got a plan that we've got to follow. Oh, hallelujah. So we quench the flow of the Spirit and we say, wait a minute, Lord, I've got stuff to do. Amen. Wait a minute. I'm not going, you know, is it that important to obey that now? I've got a sacrifice. I'll bring a sacrifice later. I'll bring a sacrifice later and it'll be an amazing sacrifice. But God's saying, I'm just asking for simple obedience. Will you just agree right now with what I'm saying now so that I can bring it to pass now? Hallelujah. Come on. That's a good, you're not excited enough about that word. Come on, guys, can we celebrate? What you celebrate, you accelerate. I said, what you celebrate, you accelerate. You know, if you're going to celebrate the prophetic, which is coming out right now, guess what? God's going to say more. Or I can go back to some theology for you. Or I can, if you celebrate, it will accelerate. Hallelujah. If you, ex if you celebrate healing, guess what? Everyone can go home healed today. Yeah. 
you know, people say, come Jesus, and he comes, and we fit him into our program. You know, I've never been good at programs, and every, whoa. Why go home the same? When a simple act of obedience can change your life, and you can put a different picture in your frame. Amen? Amen? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. You see, it's all about cooperating with the operation of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, He's never here to make us look good. He's always, I've noticed that. He's always here to glorify Himself, to magnify Himself. Amen? So that we can experience so much more than what we could ever dream or hope for. You think you've got great plans for your life? Do you seriously think your plans are big enough? Do you seriously think your plans are great enough? We need the Spirit of God to lead us into these places because these places are places of faith where we can actually agree with Him with what's on His heart because it's far greater than what's on our heart. So there's spaces to enter into. While I was in prayer at the beginning of the week, He said, Kim, welcome to the land of plenty. Welcome to the land of plenty. And He took me there in the Spirit. And I began to bring my petitions to God out of that place of plenty, not lack. I began to pray, those that I was praying for, and he's bringing everyone to me, and I'm praying out of a place of plenty. And I tell you what, there was no limits in a place of plenty. Amen. The place of plenty is the fulfillment of the promise, and Jesus is the fulfillment of the promise. Oh, come on. Amen. And He lives on the inside of you by His Spirit. And He's saying yes and every amen to everything I'm saying today. And He's saying it on the inside of you too, so that you can bring yourself to agreement. Amen. And begin to live in the plentiful, prosperous, open wide space that He has for you to live in and out of. A place of abundance. Amen. A place where there's no lack. Because there's no holding back. God's a generous God. Amen. And He has given us everything. Someone say everything that pertains to our life and our godliness. What does that mean? Everything that you need to live a full, abundant life and to live a godly life. Turn to someone say godly sounds good. To live a godly life. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Someone's saying, I can't deal with this problem I've got. He's given you everything to live a godly life and to bring your life into godly alignment, to bring a true representation of the Christ who's within you, the hope of glory. Amen. There be no more blending with the world. There's no more blending. But there's a sanctification. Don't be embarrassed about our Pentecostalism. Is that a word? Some of you get embarrassed because we're Pentecostals. No more. It's time we became Pentecostal. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, this word today is shifting and shaking some stuff off your life that you become, woo, yeah. Yes, it, it's it. That we become all that we are, church. That we become all that we are. Amen. I said that we become all that we are. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Someone say, bless the Lord. Oh, the praise and worship's over. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. The Word comes forth and it creates praise on the inside of you. So you hear it and you stand up and say, hallelujah. It's time to praise. It's time to worship. It's time to thank God. Oh, hallelujah. I receive that Word. I receive that Word. I receive that Word. It's mine. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That spirit of remembrance being released so that I could remember every good thing that you've done for me. And remind me, Lord God, of your graciousness, your mercy, your goodness that's followed me every day of my life. Oh, hallelujah. Woo! Wally Munster, I'm blowing out the bats. Shandi Kolobrosto. Ah. Come on. Holy ones. You know, your breakthrough is so close and it's so simple that it's confounding your wisdom. You think that the more knowledge that you get sets you up for a greater promise. Sorry, not the truth. Amen. Paul said, I fear lest any of you be beguiled out of the simplicity, beguiled as Eve was, out of the simplicity which is in Christ Jesus. That means what simplicity looks like. It looks like hearing and obeying every minute of the day. It looks like not relying on your own ability, but relying on the Christ within you to lead you and to guide you. Amen? To lean into the wisdom of God and say, Jesus, you know better than me. Show me what I need to see. Amen? Hallelujah. And some would be concerned about those that even maybe even looking in here that aren't, aren't saved yet. Do you know what? It's the Spirit that gives people understanding of what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And He is well able to download truth even into an unbeliever. Amen? Because... I'm telling you, the world have a hunger for the authentic. They don't want your good ideas. They actually need a breakthrough. And there's a breakthrough anointing for those that are willing enough to put their own agenda aside and say, Lord, I need you. Amen? I need you. Amen? 
because I know my life right now is still as good as it is falling far short of the glory that you are about to reveal. Well, I think we're doing real good right now with that. Why don't we just go and have a break and have a bit of coffee and come back for seconds. So here we read, and guys, I'm going to put some scriptures up. We read in Samuel 15, where the Lord is speaking to Samuel. And we're going to read from verse 11. You've got your Bibles? Ha, 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 ha. Some people don't feel like laughing, you know, maybe you just need a ha, 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 ha. Yeah? Laugh by faith. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. It says in verse 11, the Lord speaking to Samuel, I greatly regret that I have set up Saul as king. I wouldn't like that written about me, would you? For he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. And it grieves Samuel. And he cried out to the Lord all night. And to go on down to verse 22. So Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in being the voice of the Lord? Now listen to these powerful words. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. And to heed, meaning submit to God. Not only hear, but submit to God. Than the fat of rams. Behold, what's he saying? Look at this, see this. You know there's some things that God wants us to see in the spirit today. He's saying, look at this. Amen. What he wants us to know is that obedience is so much greater. It has a greater result than sacrifice. You see, when we want to sacrifice something, when we sacrifice something quite often, we actually give what we're prepared to give. And we feel sometimes it can make up for disobedience. But God's saying to us today, no, it's greater. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. In other words, you know, if I ask for that might... And we haven't received the tithe yet, so we may as well just go do it. Like, if when it, it's like sacrifices, like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm just, I, I, I think I'll give to the, to the, um, to to the masses. I think I'll, I'll sow into the a famine or where there's people of need that are coming up all the time. I think that's where I want to put my finances. But God's saying, no, actually, you know, that's that. You, you can bring a big sacrifice into an offering. But I'm asking for your obedience in the tithe. Because your tithe might not look to you like a lot. Like you might just have a dollar out of, out, of, out of $10 today. But to me, that's greater than any offering that you can bring as a sacrifice. Making sense? You see, we want to have control, guys. The church wants control. We, we want to decide where we want to put stuff, what we want to do. But God's saying, your obedience is what I'm after. Because when, when in obedience, guess what happens? 
the blessing follows. The blessing follows obedience. Amen. You see, it says in Deuteronomy, it says, it says, it says, I have set before you today life and death, blessing and cursing, but I suggest, that's my paraphrase, that you choose life. That you choose. We've been given the choice. We have the power of choice, but God's calling us, is calling us to choose obedience over sacrifice. Amen. In other words, I choose to obey your way, Lord. You know, like Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said, Lord, take this cup of suffering from me. But he said, nevertheless, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Amen. And his, God's will was that he sacrificed himself. So he was an obedient sacrifice. Because it's not up to us to make, make our choice in what we and, and how we do it. It's actually, we, we're, we're wise if we choose to do it the way He tells us to do it because He's got a far greater path for us and a far greater destiny that we could possibly even think of. Is this making sense? I feel like we've, we've stepped into a grace, a place today. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I love it when I, when I feel, God, we've nailed it today. We've actually gone where you wanted us to go. You know? And, and you know what? I mean, he does really well at winning impossible wars with few people. So we've got to get over who's following he tends to trim it back so that we're all in unity, you know. You know, you can have masses at a worship thing, but if you're not in unity, forget it. Amen. It's about hearing and obeying what the Lord would say. And often it seems silly. It seems so simple. And he says, you know what? I, Jesus didn't come to make your life hard. He says in Matthew that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. He never came to make it hard. Amen. Walking with God shouldn't be hard. I mean, J David killed a giant because he knew that he was in covenant with God. Amen? Some of you got some giants you want to deal with. Well, just know that you're in covenant with God. You are in covenant with God. But man, you've got to walk with Him. To establish the covenant, you've got to walk with Him. Amen? He doesn't go out there on his own and fulfill it for you while you're doing what you think you should be doing and bringing your sacrifices. He's after your obedience because when you're obedient, you're walking with him and he's bringing to pass everything that needs to be brought to pass for you to walk in your destiny. Just hold his hand real tight, mate. Just hold his hand real tight. Just walk with him real close and you're going to find yourself exactly in, in a place that's far greater, a far greater place. A place of fulfillment. Amen. The greatest fulfillment you can ever experience is to know, is to know with all your heart that you've actually given pleasure to the Lord. See, I'm not up to pleasing you today. It's not my job to please you. I love you all so much. That's why I'm here. But I, I love you, but it's not my job to please you. I want to hear, well done, Kim. I want to hear, nailed it. We nailed it. I want to hear him say that. Amen, because I don't know, I've been around a long time, but those that are cheering you on today will be gone tomorrow. Sorry about that, just a truth thrown out there. 
glory to God. Glory to God. Oh dear. Joshua. Ore mando sole kanami. Woo! Woo! There's something greater than sacrifice that we can offer. It's about yielding to the unchanging love of God. He cares more about you fulfilling your destiny than you do. Our Father is totally committed to our well-being. Jesus said in John 14, if you love me, if you love me, you're going to do what I, I ask you to do. My paraphrase. Yeah? Well, if you love me, if you know my love, then you know that I'm not going to ask you to do anything that is not going to bless you. Yeah? It's like an old show on TV. Father knows best. Father knows best. Probably none of you remember it. <laughs> A couple that do. But Father knows best. Amen? And we can trust him. He says, and if you love me, you see, we love him because he first loved us. And if you love me, then, then, then you're going to do what I asked you to do, knowing that I have your best interest at heart. And some of you think that you're losing out by not obeying God, but you don't see what's ahead of you. I said, you're not seeing, you want your own choice. Well, choose to obey God. That's the empowering thing. Well, I want to choose. I'm a grown-up now. Oh, please. You actually grow up when you know you need to be submitted to the will of God. Amen? Oh, come on. Hallelujah. That was a good one. I hope someone caught that one. Hallelujah. We don't want to diminish the, the importance of sacrifice, but God is saying there's something greater than that. Sacrifice to give up something that is valuable for the sake of something else. That's what it means. Sacrifice means to give up something valuable. Something valuable for the sake of something else. Amen. Not something that's just easy for you to give. Simple obedience is just obeying what he's asked us to do. And in this context that we sort of flew, we came into today, he brought us into a place of just obeying the unction of the Holy Spirit and what, with what songs he wanted us to sing, what declarations he wanted us to make. Amen? And, and he took us into ebbs and flows and he's saying, I'm just training you how to follow my voice. You see, I love the way he brings a practical demonstration within an assembly. Yeah? And then he can go about defining what actually happened when you said yes. What actually happened when you stood up and sung that song or you, you, you just obeyed it even though you didn't understand it. It's a good place to be in because he unpacks it and he said, this is what happened when you said that. And you know what? With that spirit of remembrance being released, he's going to remind you of when you received it. He's going to say, that's when. That's when that broke open for you. Amen. It wasn't when you decided to, t to turn up when you're ready and make your sacrifice. It's when you obeyed the witness of God, the Word of God. Amen. Some didn't want to be here today. Yeah. 
Their choice. You did. Your choice is powerful. Maybe you didn't. Maybe someone dragged you along. But you still chose that you would agree to being dragged along. Amen. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Yeah, see, every time I say that, it's an opportunity to bless the Lord. Hallelujah. I can't do it all for you. I can't. It's exhausting. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm a good mama. I cook well. I'm a good cook. I'm a, oh yeah. I'm a good cook. But when I lay it out, someone's got to eat it. It's not up to me to eat it for you and digest it for you. It's up to you guys to eat it. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You guys all right? Do you want to sit down? What do you want to do? The Lord's renewing their strength. Amen. Ephesians 6 verse 1. Let's go there. New King James Version. Children. I'm going to bring this in a, like a parallel, spiritual and natural here, because we're children of God. Amen? Children. You know, when, when he talks to children, he's bringing instruction, which he does, you know. But he's maturing us. You know, when he says children obey, well, he's telling them to obey because they're children. Children need to be told to obey. Sons and daughters... The scripture says that son, in Romans 8 that the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Right? And that word sons means the mature ones. So mature ones don't have to be told to obey. They automatically are led by the Spirit of God. Right? The children need to be said, obey. Right? But sons and, God, uh, uh, and daughters of God already know the mature ones, they know the voice of the Father and they follow. They don't have to be told to obey. Amen? So while we're growing up, we need instruction to obey. And we need to have the promise right out there in front of us as to why. He says, children, obey your, honor, obey your parents. And the promise that comes from that, that all may be well with you and you will live a long time in the land. So the promise is given. Okay, obey and this is what's going to happen. But the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God, right? And they follow the Spirit of God because they know the voice of the Father. They know. They know His voice. They're in communion. They're in union with Him. They love Him. And they follow because they're in love. They, they, they follow because they've actually made Him Lord. You see, there's a difference between... between him being your saviour and him being your Lord. But God's saying it's time for the Lordship of Jesus to to take the church up, to take up the church. It's time, church, it's time for him to be your Lord in everything. In everything. Not in what you decide to sacrifice to allow him to be Lord in, but in everything. Is this making sense? Is it making sense, Tim? Good love. (laughs) 
He tells me the truth. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. So obey your parents in the Lord, in that position, in that place. For this is right. Honour your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. You know, while we're children, we just have to trust God. God's word. We just have to trust him. We just have to say, well, okay, like, okay, I'm going to trust you because I'm only a child. And, you know, in so many ways, you know, like we're getting older. I don't like to say old, right? But we have so much to learn. Amen? In Proverbs, it says to us, not, don't despise the instruction of the Lord. You might not want to hear what I'm saying today. Guys, you might not want to hear what your mother and father are saying. You might not want to hear what your spiritual parents are saying. Right? But trust them in that place in the Lord and know that, hey, their heart is for all to be well with you and that you would live a long time on the earth. Amen? You might have to give up something that you're holding on tight to, but there's a far greater future. Amen? He can see further than you. Isn't it wonderful that He can see further than you, but He wants us to take our seating so that we can see further. That we can see things from his perspective. Amen. See, I, you know, sometimes people say to me, you know, like you, you've sacrificed a lot for the sake of the ministry. You know, like, okay, so, and you deserve that. I like to just, can, can we shoot that? Can we seriously shoot that? Church, can we shoot this rabbit while we're here today? We're doing, having a bit of alignment going on. You know, I mean, really? 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 How could I possibly have earned anything that I'm standing in? How could I, I mean, mate, if you lose a sense of privilege in your life, please, please, please do something with yourself. Amen? That comes from an attitude of entitlement. Well, I've done this. I've done that. I've worked. Yes, I have. I've, yes, I have. Absolutely. But, you know, if you, if you think that you've done God a favour by being here today, mate, you've lost it completely. Amen? Amen? It, 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 it's a privilege to serve Jesus. To do anything for Him is a privilege. It's a privilege to hear his voice. It's a privilege to, 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 have the, to, to be able to be given the grace to obey it. Because the things that he asks us to do sometimes are way beyond our, well, sometimes, all the time as far as I'm concerned. Are way beyond our capacity. With the realisation of that, you live a life of privilege. I don't even know whether that dovetails in together, does it? Does it land? It's obedience. We get the privilege of hearing the voice of God and obeying it. Amen? And the more he does in and through us, what does that do? Hey, I heard someone say to me, oh, it's their time to shine. 
It's their time to go into ministry and shine. And I'm thinking, you will need help. <laughs> it's their time to be recognized and their time to shine. I said, have you got any idea that it's their time to die? <laughs> They're actually putting their hand up to die. <laughs> Not to shine. I mean, if you're looking for shining, forget it. Amen. But, hey. <laughs> I remember the spirit of remembrance is coming upon me. <laughs> so many times where I go, come down. Oh, like, seriously, did I just say that? Where is a cave for me to run into and to hide? Yeah? Did I just do that? And take a week to recover under the persecution of the enemy who wants to hammer you and tell you how stupid you just made yourself look. But you know, when you die, doesn't matter anyway. He's talking to a dead man. And I tell you what, he needs more dead men to, to speak to. Turned around and say to someone, he needs more dead men. Hallelujah. Well, this isn't my preach this morning, but we did have a scripture to land on. We had a couple. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I'm going to go here to Deuteronomy 30. Is that all right? This is this is good because you bring I bring up the scriptures and we can. I've already quoted them. I think. Hallelujah! We have a choice. Deuteronomy 30, 19. I call heaven and earth as witness today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. I love that because family is a huge core, my huge core value. That every choice of obedience that I make, I not only make it for myself, but I make it for the generations after me. And there comes the legacy. There comes the forgotten inheritances that we're resettling families on. Amen? Who has gone before me? Is it possible that we can think that big over-the-top things that we deem as really important scores us more points than loving our neighbour? Just out of simple obedience to God, just loving our neighbour. Do we really think the big over-the-top song that we're going to do at the end of this, not that we had one plan, I'm just using it as an example, is going to top standing up and giving praise to God when we know the Spirit's moving or coming into agreement or being gracious to one another as we greet one another, yeah? Considering one another. Do we think that's more important? You know, the way to life is so, 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 it's it's... 
the way to life in God is it's just simple obedience every day of our lives. You know, it's just we walk in the power of God when we do that because we're in the slipstream of the Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father. It's a good message. It's a good message here. Maybe we might go on with it another day. You know, I believe that so much more was released and caught today than taught, which tends to happen. So thank you for just letting me loose. I think sometimes he gets a lot more done when we do, well, not sometimes, all the time. Hey, you know, like it might take me six weeks to get to that if I do it this way. But five minutes when God gets to bring something forth. So why don't you stand up? Bless the Lord. Amen. How about you celebrate? How about you celebrate your spirit of remembrance today? Yeah. Amen.